The following program is produced by the Tech Talk Radio Network. Welcome to another episode of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeird. And I'm Justin Lemmy. We have the show that talks about computers. Technology. And the internet. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks very much. Now, Broadway is out today. Uh, he was... Uh, so was Amanda. Yeah, Broadway stepped in from like a... He was a, like at a school thing or something. And he had this look on his face. Like, like a school play? I didn't realize it was going to go this long. <laughs> a school play? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Wait, nobody's doing it. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. What? Nobody's doing any school plays. I think he just wanted to get out of doing this week's show. Yeah, right? Nobody's going to put one on. I'm kind of wondering. <laughs> See, uh, when he when he joined us for a moment there, it looked like he was at a Chick-fil-A. Actually, he did, didn't it? Maybe he was selling some of his chickens. Yeah, that's it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. You know, they said that more and more people now are getting into doing uh, through the pandemic are getting into raising their own chickens. And he got out of it just before this thing started. I would actually like to raise some chickens just because, I, I don't know, I just think it'd be cool. They're noisy. Nah, not really. No? I got a friend. I got a friend that uh, right here in Denver that uh, raises chickens. And, and he lives maybe like, I don't know, about a mile from me. Right. And he says he, he's got like 20 chickens. But... Um, now, does he get them for the eggs I've seen in my life? Yeah, get him for the, he gets them for the eggs. He went on vacation. I think he went to uh, Belgium. Mm-hmm. And he had a friend who was taking care of the house, and he had left like, you know, like five days of, of feed or something for the chickens. Oh no! And uh, when the friend came over to visit, uh, all the chickens were dead. But there was a coyote that came in oh. and killed all the chickens. Oh man! Yeah, that's so. That's terrible. That's that's well, terrible. I, you know, know, I've never in my life had a farm fresh egg ever. Really? Ever, never, never, ever, ever had a farm fresh egg. And everybody keeps telling me, you got to do it. You got to try it. They're really good. Well, a farm fresh egg is a little different because the the, the eggs that you buy in the store, mm-hmm. they're pasteurized. Right. So it kills all the, you know, salmonella and, and anything else that might, you know, possibly get you sick. So you're saying like if I have a farm fresh egg, I could get always get salmonella a little easier. You could, you could, yeah, well, but I mean, they did say that. No, they said that they said with that these people that are raising these chickens in their backyards, they're actually finding an increase in cases of salmonella. Well, duh. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole purpose of pasteurization, right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess you're, I guess you're killing a little bit of the flavor, you know, when you, when you have a pasteurized egg, but, uh, I think I would rather, Sorry. yeah, exactly. I think I'd rather have a pasteurized egg and not have to worry about salmonella than I would a farm fresh egg and make it taste a little better. Or as one of my nephews calls it, salmon vanilla. Salmon vanilla. <laughs> Have you ever had one? You're in Indiana. I would think you would. You would have I've, had I've one. I've had farm fresh eggs before. We get them from the farmers. Or we get them from the farmers market. Right. You've never been sick. Never had a problem with those. I mean, well, I mean, if, cook if you to, cook, cook them to temperature, and yeah. What is that? What is that one drink you can have? That one. Uh, that beer. You take yeah, a, a raw, raw egg, egg in it. And yeah. you crack a raw egg into a beer, and then you you know shotgun it. I, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, I don't but know if either. if you were to do that with a store bought egg, you'd be a lot more safer than you would uh. if you did it with a farm fresh egg because that's where you'd get the salmonella is because you're you're eating a raw egg. I wonder how many pe- people uh, Sylvester Stallone killed in Rocky. You think about it because remember he did that training regiment and he he took the egg and he he you know shotgun. I was the egg. wondering where you were going with this because I was like, <laughs> wait, what does Rocky have to do with raw eggs? There's a lot of protein in eggs. There, there is. is, yeah. There and is. I think I think you kill a little bit of that protein with pasteurization. I don't know. We should probably get like some sort of like scientist on the show or something. That would be cool because we are a tech show. 
Uh, now, speaking speaking of that, I wanted to ask you, you've you've now passed that one month trial of your secret labs chair. Now, did they? Oh, my you, gosh, I've had it for more than a month. Yeah. But I mean, you've certainly passed that. Do you, yeah. you was there a, is there a time that you could say, nah, it's not for me that you could send it back? Do they give you like some kind of you know warranty on that? I think they do like a thirty day a thirty day warranty. Well, what do you think? I best chair I've ever sat in. Is it absolutely by by far? Uh, they really have done well with this. I mean, they, they did their research. They they figured out the best. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say about it. Like the best angles to sit and everything like that. I mean, everything about this chair is phenomenal. All right, so, I love it. So what is it? You got Secret Lab, and then yep. there's another chair. That's out there. The one that uh, one of the big gamers uses. And a there's people, a bunch of different yeah. chairs. Human scale. Human scale is right. one of the top chair makers in the world. I mean, mm-hmm. they're obviously not made for gamers, but uh, they're 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 definitely a, a big a big chair maker. Yeah. Well, Herman Miller is getting into this this game now, um, doing gaming chairs, and I, they're but they're going to sell like how much was the Secret Labs chair? It was like four hundred. Uh, it was like three fifty. It's going to sell for like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, same with human scale. I mean, like, you know, you got some of the big streamers like uh, Gathalion and uh, Darkness429. They're sitting in human scale chairs. And those are, yeah, those are about $1,500. You have a connection there at uh, Herman Miller, uh, Sean? I have family that works at Herman Miller. Uh, oh, so really? We'll see. Yeah. I mean, you got to hook up I the think, show? I think, I think you need a new chair there, yeah. Sean. More than anything, you should have a new chair, Sean. Your chair, your I, chair I squeaks think, before you even sit in it. This this chair I've had this chair since I've had this chair a long time. Yeah, I I think I've had this chair for uh, seven and a half years probably. Oh, oh man, wow. wow, yeah. Hey, uh, real quick, somebody wants to say hi to y'all. All right. Hi. Hey there, Eric. How are you? Hi, Eric. Good. <laughs> That's good. Okay, are I you really good? You. I love you. Oh, love you too. Oh, we love you too, Eric. Oh, Okay. Is that was that? Was that Nairobi? Know, probably like Japanese of some sort. I'm not sure exactly what <laughs> he said. Adorable. <laughs> Say good night. Good night. Good night, sir. I'm. I've never used a Herman Miller chair, so I don't know. But uh, people say that they swear by them. They say that well, them, them getting human in, scale too. Well, and the thing is, you know, it's a joint partnership. They're doing Logitech because Logitech has this branded, you know, G gaming type of. They have the mice. They have the keyboards. Yeah. You know, the headsets, the webcams, and now they're going into the furniture realm. Yeah, well, you get all these people that are working from home and sitting their butts in computer yep. chairs all day. People, are, people yep. are realizing how terrible, you know, sitting at their island on a stool or sitting on their couch, their back's going to hurt, or, you know, sitting in a recliner, it's not super easy. So it makes sense that higher-end designers are going to get into the market to try to appeal to those people that are now working from home and need to See, have luxury in their office. I mean, it makes sense. Check this out. All right. I know you're recording this. All right. I'm just I'm just gonna go ahead and sit like this the rest of the night. Okay. Will you fall asleep in that? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna recline. I'm just gonna All hang right. out right and here. And where can our listeners find out more about this 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 chair you're sitting in? The one that I've got. Uh, yeah. Just go to secretlabs.com. All right. You can find it. It's it's an amazing amazing chair. Even if you're not a gamer. I mean, yeah, sure. They 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 target these chairs to gamers because gamers sit for eight to ten hours a day playing a game but who else sits for eight to ten hours a day pretty much all of america all all of all of office worker america all of the world yeah yeah well yeah exactly all of the world yeah i mean so these chairs are just so comfortable they're very well constructed 
it's well worth the 350 bucks. So my only, my only problem, I got, I think I have the same kind of chair that uh, you have, Sean. That it's it's got kind of like a a you know a, a faux vinyl that is on it, but it's it sweats a lot. So if you're, I'm sitting in the chair for two three hours, it's you know I'm sweating. I'm trying to find a chair that also has. You know they make something for that. It's called air conditioning. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm sure there's a chair that that is not conducive to that. When you're sitting it for a long time, well, it's not sweating. I I I. I I don't know if this chair sweats, but the fact because I have this in my basement, and and it you know I got the AC running during during the summer. Where do you keep your AC at? I, actually, we keep our AC at around seventy five. Yeah, which is which is if you ask anybody in Denver, they're like hot in here. Really? You know, like when they when they come to visit, they're like, "Why do you keep it so hot?" I'm like, "It's actually really nice." But a lot of my friends keep their ACs at like 69, 70 degrees at the max. Wow. We would, I'd be, I'd be freezing my bums off. You know, yeah, if, ours is if, at 74. Yeah. I mean, I'll go between 74 and 75, but being in the basement because the HVAC unit is in the basement, it obviously blows the cold air here first. Mm-hmm. So my basement on average is around 68 degrees at all times. Right. Even though the rest of the house might be at, you know, 75 on the main floor and, 78 on the upper floor, you know, because it obviously takes longer for the air to get up there. Um, yeah, but I mean, down here, I never sweat in this chair. Wow, nice. And when you're in, like, when you're in an environment like a computer room or something like that, too, oh, yeah. you generate a little more heat, so you've got to have it. But no, this chair, I've got to, I got to find, I want to find something. I mean, our, our AC here in the You house really need see, to but, get a secret lab band. But we run it at 78 here, so I don't well, know. Well, I mean, but you're in Arizona. I mean, that's, see, the thing is, is there's, there's, there's obviously differences in where you're located and what the comfortable temperature is. When we were in San Diego, you know, living in San Diego, I would oh, keep yeah. the AC at 78 right. because that was cool in San Diego. Mm-hmm. 78 was cool, you know. But, uh, you know, let's say, for instance, South Dakota, you know, where my fam- a lot of my family lives, they keep their ACs at 78. 80 degrees right. because up there it's so much more humid. So when you walk into a house that has the AC set at 80, it feels cold. <laughs> That's funny how that works. You know? Yeah. 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 And even, even in Arizona, when I was living in Arizona, we would keep our AC at 80. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it would feel nice. Right. Because it was 120 degrees outside. <laughs> so I, I, I felt bad for my old friends in uh, Palm Springs. My sister-in-law sent me a photo uh, and the photo was her, you know, the, the gauge on your car, where it'll tell you what the temperature is. Yep. And I don't know how, how much off they are when it comes to the actual outside temperature, but it said 135 degrees. I think you got an engine problem at that point. <laughs> no, I know they, they read the outdoor temperature, but I, I know that they're never really 100% accurate. But uh, even I then, wonder even where the then, sensors are. I mean, where are the sensors that do, are they? Because if you think about it, if you're driving, you're going to have that cold air or the, not just necessarily cold, but just airflow towards the front of the car that's going to affect the temperature. So, like, where do they put the, the sensor? If you put it in the back, you're going to have all that hot exhaust. Mm-hmm. If you put it in the front, you're going to have that airflow on it, which is going to give you an incorrect. So where do they put the sensor? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to talk with, uh, be talking with Sean from Sorara Automotive here uh, later on this week. I will ask him, and mm. maybe he can uh, he can fill us in on that. I've always actually wondered that, to be honest. Yeah. We'll find out. So, all right, in the gaming world, there have been some big announcements. Mm-hmm. You think about it. The month of August, you're going to start seeing a lot of stuff in August and September. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, because, of course, everybody wants to get ready for the Christmas, holidays. The holidays. Got to have all that. Um, we know that coming up in uh, later on this month is going to be. Oh, yes. It's going to be Microsoft Flight Sim I, 2020. I am so ready. Oh, hold on. You guys keep talking. One second. All right. I'm so ready. Yeah. I'm so ready. So Sean is. It got up while I was talking just there and went. You could see this on the the video. Uh, if you take a look at it, he is showing us his. Uh, let's see. Which which controller is that? This is the Thrustmaster Hostess X. Oh man. Uh, the Hostess looks... One. T, the T Flight Hostess One. Right. It's the uh, it's the Ace Combat series. It's, it's the Ace Combat branded one, but it was on sale and I got it for. Fifty-eight bucks or something. I All right. Amazon. Are Sean, you kidding? Me? Are we? Are we going to do this, yeah. Sean? All right. Fifty-eight dollars for yours, right? Okay. Are we going to do this, Sean? I know you have a fancy one. Okay, right. you Andy, you're re- you're recording this, right? Yes. 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 Okay. All so right. so okay. That that's Sean's. All right. So this is one of my controllers. It's the SciTech <laughs> X55 Rhino. Okay. It, so I got I got the main joystick here, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I have yeah, then I have yep then I have that. Okay, so not only that, but I also have this. What is that? He's got the pedals. Oh. I got the SciTech pedals. Oh, he's got and the pull. He's oh, got the my yoke. gosh. I want here. that. I want I that. I am Get so ready for Flight Simulator, baby. I want that. I, I, I can't find those yoke. anywhere. Well, I, you can buy them still. They're, they're, the thing is, is they, they've made them so much more expensive now because the quality of these mm-hmm. are so much better. Now, this, granted, I bought this, the yoke from CH Products back in, I want to say 2006. Right. Okay. When, right when FSX came out. Right. Um, so I've had this the whole time and I haven't used it in probably close to a decade. Now, I recently took it apart because obviously the warranty's, you know, gone. So well, I took you it, take ap- it apart. No, no, no. I took it apart and I re-oiled everything. Ah, okay. Right. You know, because it's got to have, you know, got to have lubrication to make sure it's going to be good. So I've got the lubrication set on this. I've got the lubrication set for my X55 Rhino. I bought the Rhino in 2015 because mm-hmm. um, my friends wanted me to get into a, a, a space sim called Elite Dangerous. Right. And I played that for a while. But um, yeah, man, I bought the, I bought the premium version of flight simulator so i got i got the full the the best version out there i think it was i want to say it was 99 dollars. i think i paid for or maybe it was 70 no 119 119. okay yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so 120 yeah yeah yeah. so i paid i paid for the premium version of flight simulator and i am watching youtube video after youtube video of all these people that are so lucky to be able to have the pre preview edition uh you know one of the big guys that we've we've asked on the show um he hasn't responded back yet i mean Anyway, but uh, Air Force Proud 95, I mean, I follow this guy. Oh, I watch yeah. him, you know, and, and I'm just loving the content that he's, and he is just like a kid in a candy store right now. Is he us. liking it? I mean, is, oh, he, my gosh. is he one that's yeah. really liking it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's just like, I can't believe how good this is. This is going to be fantastic. All right, so for any of our listeners, we're talking about this flight simulator that is Microsoft. How long has it been since they put one out? Was it 2006? 20? 2000, no, they have yeah. one, didn't they have one in 2014? No, that was well, the they Steam edition. They, yeah. they remastered it for the Steam edition, but it was still yeah. the same flight simulator. Okay, all right. So the same. So it's been a while. It's I, been a long and I, while. I think I, I remember I went to the uh, E3 in Los Angeles at the Staples Center when they were showing it off, uh, that last one, uh, the, the last one they put out. So that would have been just about right, right around that yeah. time. Um, 
So now for our listeners that are going, well, okay, can I do this without a joystick and mm. the rudder pedals? And without, you can. I mean, honestly, you have the yoke I've always wanted because uh, it looks, it, yeah. it's it's like, it's actual like a Cessna It looks like controller. a Cessna. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it has the, you know, throttle and, you and can, flaps and everything on it. You can do it without a yoke or a joystick, but you're not going to have a good time because um, it takes away from the realism. Yeah, it does. Oh, and, and not only realism. Get this, they've already announced that they will introduce VR support yeah, for this it, flight simulator. I think HP's uh, a virtual reality there, yeah, unit. Yeah, the new HP, I don't remember the name of the model, but the new HP is going to be supported. Why would you put VR on it, though? Do you really need it? I mean, it's a simulator. Oh, of course you, you want it. Sitting in there, held on your joystick, looking around. Oh, my gosh, like, dude, dude, I would. be so awesome. Oh, my god! I never thought about that. That would be kind of cool, then. So, like, if you look to the so with a virtual reality headset on, you're playing this game, right? You look over to the left, and it would be like you're looking outside the aircraft. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and if you can, cool. if you kind of stand up a little bit and look over, you'll be able to like, like you know, look farther down, you know, uh, outside the aircraft. Yeah, it would be seriously, it's going to be amazing. Wow. I, I, get I, I, walk, I walk to the back, use the lavatory. Yeah, you know, you know, get a, get a coffee, you know, <laughs> a little biscuit, you know. Um, so now, which planes, now Air Force Proud 95, which planes has he been doing? Has he been doing the large jets, or has he been doing the smaller? I've only watched two of his videos, and one of them was from with a small with a small uh, Cessna, and the other one was with a uh, the, the 740, no, 7, 787 Dreamliner. Right. Which, you get the Dreamliner with the premium edition, um, but uh, there's a lot of, there's, there's some other people out there that are basically saying, we don't. They're not really necessarily agreeing with the way Microsoft um, did the different paywalls. You know, you got the standard edition mm -hmm. where you get 20 planes. Then you have the deluxe edition where you get 25 planes. And then you have the premium edition where you get 30 planes. I thought you were going to get and, them right off the bat, all of them. Well, you no, know? no, you got, they're going to have a paywall. But, they, they but are, the thing, what, what they're saying is, is that they don't really necessarily agree with the planes you get with the deluxe edition. They're, right. What they're saying is they're thinking, a lot of people are thinking, that Microsoft really wants you to skip the deluxe edition. They want you to go right from the standard right to the premium. Right. Because you're only going to pay an extra, like, I don't know, 30 or 40 bucks, but you're going to get everything in the deluxe. Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. If you're going from the standard to the premium, you're going to pay an extra uh, 70 bucks. Mm -hmm. um, but you're going to get everything in the deluxe and the premium. And you're going to get a lot more stuff, too, not only just with the planes, but you're going to get a lot more airports that are handcrafted. Now, but, but now I, I have seen that they're going to do a marketplace where if you're a designer uh, and they had this on the insider program. Yeah. So sure. if you're a designer and I say, I want to design a P 40 Warhawk, you know, an old war yep. warbird, I could actually make that available. People could buy that aircraft. Yes. That's going to come at a later point. Uh, right. You'll be able to do that kind of stuff. Um, the, but the thing is, it, one of the one of the best features about Flight Simulator that it's going to make this stand out from any other is the fact that they're using real world data from Bing Maps. Now mm -hmm. I know everybody you know out there is probably like Bing Maps. Why not Google Maps? Well, first off, this is a Microsoft product. Mm -hmm. They're going to want to use their own Bing Maps. Not only are they using Bing Maps in a fantastic fashion, they're using uh, a cloud AI to be able to. Uh, render the landscapes as you're flying. So when you download this program, you're not downloading terabytes of data because honestly, that's how much it would take to remap the entire world, you know, 
centimeter for centimeter in in high definition, high resolution imagery. Mm-hmm. What you, what they're using is they're using the AI to be able to get the images that you need at that moment and 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 give them to you in the game. So, yes, you do need to be online during the gameplay to get the most realism out of this. If you are offline and you're not playing with an internet connection, you're going to get basic imagery, which is not going to look the same as real-life imagery. Um, but if you are playing online, um, you can get all the real-world imagery uh, up to date, you know, g- granted, I mean, this could be hours old imagery. Yeah. It depends on, you know, when they took the last picture. But also using the AI, they're using it to uh, construct, uh, 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 what would that be called? Uh, what's uh, pre generated? Not pre generated, but just using the computer to generate buildings. Okay. So the buildings aren't actually designed by a person. The computer is looking at a flat image of satellite and going, okay, this looks like a barn. I'm going right. to build a barn here with a red roof, and I'm going to make it a 3D image of a barn. Okay. And that's what the computer is doing for you. Now, I, I, I have heard that uh, I, I can't remember which country they're going to be doing it in, but they're going to make it so that rather than you having to rely on an internet connection to download and update and all that, they're going to be putting it out on 10 DVDs. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, that's just the base game. That's pretty amazing. That's the base game. That is not including all the real world imagery from Bing Maps. So how many people are going to have to update and upgrade their hard drives that are running SSDs and they went cheap. They went with a 250 <sighs> gigabyte SSD that are suddenly going to be going, okay, it's time for me to upgrade to a two, two, you know, two terabyte. I don't, I, I think I'm going to have to as well because I'm already running out of space. But the thing is, is I don't think I'm going to have to upgrade. I think I'm just going to add an extra. So I had that laptop of mine that I told you about that mm-hmm. was a work laptop, and it was great, but the motherboard kept failing. Yeah, yeah. And I bought I bought a 512 gigabyte solid state drive for it, and then come to find out, yes, it's the motherboard, and I'm I'm obviously not going to replace the motherboard on that. So I think I'm going to take that 512 and I'm going to put it into my last available slot right. on my computer, and I'm just going to have an extra 512. Uh, solid state, and I think that's where I'm going to put the game on. Is it possible? Yeah, and I'm wondering, uh, will somebody get just as much performance? Say you have a 240 gigabyte, uh, or yeah, 240 uh, gigabyte uh, drive that's in there, all right? Solid state? or Yeah, solid state. Okay. And you you don't want to have to reinstall all your programs. Maybe you don't want to do, you've got, you know, a couple of programs in there that you can't do uh, really a clone on. Can you install another SSD and install the program to that SSD, and will it run just as fast? Well, I mean, if it's a storage drive, of course. Yeah. So, but I mean, I mean are, you talking, are you talking about like replacing so, your so only you drive? So, so, yeah, no, no. So you get 240, 240-gigabyte drive, right? It's an SSD. Yeah. And you get Microsoft uh, Windows, and you, and, you know, it tells you where do you want to install it. Yeah. Normally, you install it, program files, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. it installs there. Instead... You have it installed on that other SSD. You tell it that's where I want the installation point to be. Of the game. Of the game. Yeah, of course. Will it run just as fast? Absolutely. Okay. So you don't have to necessarily actually, install Actually, probably even faster. Yeah. Because you got one drive serving up your Windows, right? Mm-hmm. And, and everything that Windows needs to run. And then you have a secondary drive that's serving up just the game. Right. You're probably going to get better performance, to be honest. Right. Oh, cool. 
All right, now, when it comes to getting the uh, joystick controllers and all that stuff, I mean, yes, you could just go with a standard joystick, which you're going to find, at, you know, maybe Best Buy or you order online at Amazon for, what, 30 40 bucks, right? Yeah, I would. I would. back order right now. Are, are yeah. you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People oh. are buying them up. Oh, man. So, you know, going all out and getting like that. Now, what, Sean, yours that you have, how much was it? Did that set you back again? So I just happened to see a Facebook post from Thrustmaster because I filed them on Facebook. And they were like, buy this version of the Hostess, yeah, the T-Flight Hostess 1. Mm -hmm. Buy it now for $59.99. And I was like, click. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want to know how much I spent on mine. Uh, can can I, you program? I am, I am a little frustrated. Right. Because you can buy the Hostess One kit with the pedals mm -hmm. for one forty nine. That's still a great deal. That's you should have you should have just done but, that. But you can't buy those separately without paying more than what you pay for the bundle with the joystick and the. Oh, that's how they get you. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you, I my I know I I just said you don't want to know, but I'm going to tell you anyway. The Cytec X fifty five Rhino, I spent two fifty. Oh wow. On on the pair uh, for that, and then my CH products with the actual flight yoke mm -hmm. with the pedals, I also spent about two hundred when wow. it was new. When it was new, right? But again, that was back in two thousand six. So all right, so we're having a lot of fun here talking about uh, things we're really looking forward to, like including uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator and some news about the Xbox. And of course, every time we say flight sim, Sean has to pick up the joystick throttle combination. <sighs> I would, but mine's too heavy. <laughs> Now, can you can you attach that easily to your your desktop? I can. Actually, I'm not attaching it to the desktop. But well, the the CH products one, yeah, sure, yeah. it screws on. Yeah, it screws on to the, so, the yoke screws on. But my my joysticks, I just set them off to the side of my keyboard and mouse. You can't see it right now, but I've got it set up so I have a little stand for it that I can set it on, and I'm going to be about six feet away from my projector. Oh man. You're gonna, you're gonna, like I'm going really to have a full, this wide view in front of me. and I'm just. This is why you wear glasses, Sean. <laughs> Didn't your mom ever tell you you shouldn't sit so close to the TV? It's worth it. Mm. Yeah. It's it's worth it. it. Yeah. It's okay. worth yeah. it. All right. All right. Can I give a little word of the warning uh, for, for those of us that are in Arizona? If you buy one, uh, don't hide it in your trunk of your car. Yeah. Because it gets pretty hot in your car and you have fluids in there that... You know, help it and, and the whole, yeah, yeah, you don't want to do that. I nope. learned the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> but that's old technology. I'm going to have to invest. You know, Thrustmaster had sent us one, uh, and then we showed on television. Of course, I had to go back and having it. Uh, I kept thinking to myself, why can't I have this when Flight Sim 2020 comes out and now it's officially going to be coming out? You yep. know, right now we're 10 days away. Yep. And I don't know, are you guys going to be able to download it? How, how is that it's working? It's already pre downloaded. I just can't launch it yet. So you've already got it. You basically yeah, I've already, already got, have it. I've already have it, but I think I'm going to uninstall it. And then, like I said, put that other 512 in, that 512 gigabyte hard drive, and I'm going to reinstall it to that. How about you, Sean? I have not downloaded it yet. I've pre-ordered it, but I just haven't downloaded it yet. Oh, you know what's funny, too, is, you know, I, I did pre-download it, but with my gigabit speed, do you, do you want guys want to take a guess how long it took me to download it? Uh, how How long? I'll take a guess. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Your gigabit speed? Oh, 15 minutes? Yeah. Uh, about 12. 12 minutes. That's pretty amazing. 12 minutes, and it was it was like 120 gigs. Wow. All right, so, for, but, but, okay, so, <laughs> so I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of our listener right now that is sitting in you know their apartment. Uh, they live maybe over at La Posada, or, or, and they, they say, you know what? I want to give this a shot. Are they going to need a really powerful computer 
to yes. be able to run this. Yes. Because no, I know that's been no. one of the talks. So the system requirements, the minimum required, I'm going to read this directly from All the right. Minimum website. required. Okay. Yeah, the minimum required. Eight gigs of memory, two gig of video memory, and it says this, the minimum processor you can put in it is an Intel i5-4460, which is pretty low. I think that's only a quad-core, uh, and the Ryzen 3 1200. Cool. Look. And they say for graphics, the lowest video card for NVIDIA is the GTX 770 or the Radiant RX 570. Okay. Oh, that's not bad. That's not that now, that high in that card. For the recommended, they have it as the Intel i5-8400 or the Ryzen yeah. 5 1500X. Yeah, okay. Or for the graphics card, the GTX 970 or the Radeon RX 590. I just I in my experience in the past with with minimum specs, you're you're really not going to get a a good performance out of it. You're not going right. to have a good time with it. You're you're going to be struggling. Right. Now with recommended specs, yeah, you you should have a a a pretty decent time. If you have anything beyond the recommended specs, that's when it starts to get real fun. Well, I'm just hoping, yeah. you know, if we we have listeners that used to fly, maybe they want to they want oh, to yeah. experience that again. Uh, you know, we'd recommend going out, taking a look at Thrustmaster. Cytec is another one. Microsoft, uh, I don't, I know Logitech is in that space as well, aren't they? Do they have like a joystick they have, controller? They have some joysticks. Absolutely. Yeah. So they maybe recommending that uh, if you want to get the full experience. Obviously, the rudder pedals they make it a, a little different as well. Um, and then you know, get ready to to fly. And this is not a you're not participating against anybody. This sure. is one of those things where you decide I'm gonna. You can file a flight plan. You can take off from uh, uh, from Tucson, Tucson International. In, yeah, I was gonna say Tucson International, land in Green Valley or I can, whatever. Yeah, I can fly up there to go see you in Denver or to yep. South Bend. You know, I have a friend of mine. You know, a guy that I play with all the time. Mm -hmm. He lives in uh, Bogota, Colombia, and we've already planned it out. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna do single player flights. So he's gonna. Uh, so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fly from from Denver to Dallas. Dallas to Orlando, and then and then from Orlando, what we're gonna do, and so he's gonna go from Bogota to like I think it was somewhere up uh, in Mexico, and then from there to uh, I can't remember exactly where. But what we're gonna do is when we get in that last leg of the flight, we're gonna do a multiplayer session. Yeah, can, you could do multiplayer then, so I can fly with you guys. Yes, you can fly planes. side by side, and we can see each other. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna land together in Havana, Cuba. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is cool. Pick up some Cohibas and yep. you're you're ready to go. Yeah. So for the so for those of you who are listening that want to check out Flight Simulator, if you have the PC Game Pass, you get Flight Simulator, the mm. standard edition. That's well, right. Fine, that's right. Yeah, yeah, sure. You still get twenty edition. planes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you pay the subscription for the Game Pass, you're going to get the yep. standard edition of Flight, uh, Flight Simulator. I think that surprised a lot of people at Microsoft's big uh, unveiling. They said if you have Game Pass. Every single game that they showed, even the new Halo, they said yep. you will get if you have the Game Pass. And Game yep. Pass costs what? I want to say. Well, uh, what was it? Because I, oh, I, I think it's like twenty nine bucks a month or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is the one? What is the one that you can get now? It's I just read about it today. It's like an all access pass. I think so it's like, one. Yeah. So is it the game? No, 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 no. There's no? there's some different. What this is is instead of you having to shell out. $500 for the new Xbox, you can actually put it on a payment plan. So what you do is, is a zero APR payment plan 
but you're entered into a two-year contract with Microsoft. But with that, you get the Game Pass as well. So you get Ooh. Xbox Live, you get the Game Pass, and you're also paying off your Xbox. So, Sean, I think you're nodding your head. I think you probably found some information on it, right? Yeah, it just it literally just says, choose an Xbox control from a participating replayer. player, enroll and qualify and enjoy low monthly payments. Your Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscription will be waiting on your new console. And then after 18 months, you're eligible for an upgrade. So they're going to a two-year subscription plan for your Xbox, yeah. just like a phone, where yeah. you can, in, in 18 months, maybe upgrade. To the Xbox what, Series what, Y or whatever they come out with. Where that. do you find out about this? What, I, I just found out about on Xbox.com slash Xbox All Access. Cool. So, so they're doing it. Like, so that's it what it's called, like, Xbox All Access. Yeah. So it looks like uh, twenty four ninety nine a month will get you an Xbox One X console, twenty four months of Xbox Game Pass, eighteen month console upgrade option, and Xbox All Access, well, which I'm assuming is Game Pass. It is, but uh, here's the thing: you just mentioned twenty four ninety nine a month gets you an Xbox One X. It does not get you the Xbox Series X, which is going to be released this holiday season. Now, I think they're going to offer that, but I think it's going to be closer to like 45 a month. I think I heard 45 a month gets you a brand new Xbox Series X, the Game Pass, and all the other extra stuff that comes with it so, with an 18-month contract. So instead of coming for your car, they're going to be coming for your Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> take my car. Don't take my Xbox. You know, I pay, I, pay, I want to say, uh, just a little under 11 bucks a month for a gold. I have Xbox Gold. And I always thought I had to have it. They're but not somebody, doing that anymore. Somebody says you don't have to have it. They're not doing it anymore. No, they take money out of my account every month. <laughs> well, no, no. What I'm saying is because of, yeah, be, well, no, I mean, yes, you need it now. But right. when it comes with this, when when this all-access pass goes live, and I, and I choose the word live irresponsibly because this thing is called Xbox Live, they're not doing Xbox Live anymore. They, they've removed the ability for people to buy 12-month Xbox Live passes anymore. You can buy a one month or a three month because they are phasing out Xbox Live. They're going towards this uh, subscription model, which is interesting because PlayStation is not doing that. So I think it's a very interesting model that's going to allow some people that may not have the initial investment to be able to buy a $500 home entertainment console. And I do say home entertainment console because Xbox is not just a gaming machine. You know, you can get live television through it. You can do all your streaming through it. You can do all kinds of stuff through that. It's a home entertainment device. So you can pay that little bit of, you know, whatever it is, 40 bucks a month, 50 bucks a month, whatever it is, to, to have the newest console. Whereas with PlayStation, you're going to drop 500 bucks plus the cost of PlayStation, whatever their PlayStation services. Wow. So in addition to the subscriptions, right? If for, so I have the ult. I just looked it up. I have the ultimate right now, which I have. So I have Game Pass. So, so I guess I didn't have to buy the Dodge Digital Vision. Mm -hmm. So, but September fifteenth, Android. They're launching their Android app for their Xbox streaming. Really? Now, what does so, that mean? What will that do? You can play games on your mobile phone. You can stream Xbox on Android games to your phone on Android devices. Do you have to have an Xbox to stream it from it, or can it stream from the cloud? It streams from the cloud. Nice. Oh, wow. So you connect to the Xbox platform on your Android device, and you'll be able to yep. play some of those games right there on your phone. Yep, yep. And wow. that starts on September 15th. That's really cool. I've got to tell you, I got some big news, though. Okay, so we've got that coming. You've got uh, Halo, 
going to be coming out. Is there another Call of Duty coming out soon? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. All right. Uh, but here, the return of the character we thought would never, ever come back. It was officially announced earlier this week, October 15th, Leisure Suit Larry returns. <gasps> what? <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry. How many played Leisure Suit Larry? I mean, Oh, I, my gosh. My dad would never I, let me play it, yeah, but I, yeah. I, I found the discs and I played it. Yeah. It was so wrong. But That's you know how what? I learned about the birds and the bees. From Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of people will play it just for the nostalgic sense oh, totally. of the game. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Putting it in air quotes there. Now, mm-hmm. I, I kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier, All right. but I, 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 I've made a decision. About, I want to I want to get Eric something uh, big. Eric Coming, is your your son. My my son. He's yeah. he's he's almost four years old. He's he's like a little over three and a half, right? Now I get it. You know, people are like, well, he, you know, when you hear what I'm going to do here, you might be like, well, he's a little young for that. But <laughs> you know, I mean, kids nowadays, you know, they're using things like tablets and everything all the time, and they're getting pretty good at it, right? And he's even used my Nintendo Switch before. He loves to play Animal Crossing, but. You know, he keeps ruining my village. So, you know, <laughs> so here's the thing. I, I really want him to get into technology. And I thought I might want to just build him a computer, right? And just build him his own computer. You know, nothing, nothing crazy, but build him his own computer. And then, then he can grow up and, and he can learn different things, especially things like, uh, um, like Minecraft. Right mm-hmm. now, Minecraft for kids. I mean, it's a good it's a good game because it teaches you how to build, how to survive. Because you know, if you play a survival mode, you know you got to run from these creatures and things. But it's a good kids game, and it's made it's made what billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a very big game. So I decided I'm not going to build him a computer. I had an idea last night. I was dreaming about this, and I thought, you know what? Maybe I'm going to do this. So what I did today is I went up to my wife and I said, look. I'm not going to build Eric a computer. She's like, oh, well, what do you mean? I said, actually, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy him an Xbox Series X. <laughs> you're just, and she, you know what? You're just evil. <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. The moment I said that, yeah. she goes, oh, okay, good idea. I was seriously not prepared for that. I was like, oh, uh, okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that that yeah, okay. Right really? bye. I just like walked out of the room before she could even say no, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, I mean, here's the here's my idea behind it. Like Eric is too young to have his own computer. However, he's already getting into consoles gaming. And you know, I'm in these different dad groups and they talk about their, you know, their three year old and their four year old and their five year olds playing, you know, games. But the thing about it is I'm I'm gonna make sure that he he he's supervised and he's not sitting there for like hours upon hours playing games. I'm not going to let that happen. But my, one of my biggest things as a father is I really want to be able to enjoy playing games with him. Well, yeah. So instead of building him a computer, which I really don't have any room to put another computer desk and a computer and all that, I'm going to buy the new Xbox series X mm-hmm. when it comes out mm-hmm. and I'm going to let him play Minecraft on that. Yeah. Well, I can play Minecraft on my computer. We can play it together. I mean, eventually, this is going to be some. Here's the thing. Yeah. The Xbox Series X is going to be ninety percent mine. Well, of right? course. You see, you just you're going about it like evilly because you're exactly. like exactly. Oh, this is for him. Exactly. It's for him. <laughs> Every dad has done that at some point, though. Of course, <laughs> right? I mean, come on, seriously. This is for me. Can can I? Okay. 
can I share what I think you should do? Sure. All right. Can I agree not to yes. necessarily agree? Yes, yes. Okay. And I, I don't know, uh, Justin, I don't know if you're, Sean, I don't know if you're with me on this one, but I think you want to play games with your son. You want to play Minecraft, right? So you get you get the you get the Xbox. Right? Go uh, ahead and get it. Okay. But you buy him a controller. Well, so okay. he has his own controller. However, no, no, that's, no he's going to be playing on the Xbox. Gonna I'm going to be playing on the PC. This, this is going to cost you a little more money. Then you go to Kano.me. That's what? K-A-N-O dot M-E. All right? They make products geared exclusively for teaching your kids. Number one, because the thing about, you want to get them a computer, you want to live Minecraft. That's fine and everything. But honestly, he's not learning with that. He's not going to, I mean, oh, now Amanda was here. She'd disagree with me when it comes to Minecraft for education. But with this, your child can learn to code. Um, sure, I do want to get them to code. Coding, coding eventually. Is, coding, coding yeah. and it's good. The language is going to be different in another five, ten years. Sure. True, but you learn the basics. Think about it. We learned DOS. That's you know, yeah. We learned the basics through DOS. We but learned basic. Basic. Yeah, that was it. 10 print, 20 yeah. print. Yeah. Um, if, you know, A equals B, all of that. Kano.me makes uh, products that are available uh, at Target stores. They're available at Amazon. And you can make your very own laptop. You can make your very own desktop computer. Uh, it comes with keyboards that can be connected and really learn all the aspects of how to code using Raspberry, you know, the Raspberry Pi operating system on the Kano computer. This okay. looks really cool. They're, and they're not yeah, that expensive. Cool. But I think he's a little bit too young for that aspect. Yet. Maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, if you're if you're kind of working with him and getting the Xbox for yourself, Justin. Well, I just want to play the new Fable, okay? I might have to buy my wife the Harry Potter coding kit. Right? I saw that on there. Uh, they have, But the thing is, is this way they learn and they want to code. The problem is I think a lot of kids get into the computer stuff and they don't, I don't know how it works. They just want to play it. They, they don't want, want to code it. it. Yeah. But if, if at the same time you're introducing to this world of being able to, number one, build their own laptop, build their own computer, build their own, you know, Raspberry Pi. Uh, and then, of course, being able to code. Well, if you do this, you know, you can learn to do this. I mean, I, th I honestly think well, Kano's on the right subject with that one. I, I really, really like this idea, Andy. I really, really do. And I think I'm definitely going to get this. But my, my, my thing is, right now, Eric, he doesn't even know how to read. So yeah. he can't he can't get the idea behind coding until he can at least understand how to read. Yeah. However... At least I can get him interested in playing a game where there's there's an there's an actual objective, and it's not necessarily about you know video games. And I, I can hear I can hear the older generation out there right now. My parents said the same thing: games are going to rot your brain. You know what? You're false. You're <laughs> you wrong. How many multi-millionaires? How many multi-millionaires yeah. out there? Yes, Ninja and 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 all these other people out there that have built their entire careers around playing video games mm -hmm. so video games have a place in society i'm not going to ask him to sit there and play halo or call of duty or anything like that that doesn't do anything for you except just pure fun i want him to learn games like minecraft maybe even a little bit of roblox uh roblox yeah, is a roblox. little bit different because y you really can get into a whole different world with roblox and there's some there's some shady stuff that happens on roblox yeah. but but i'm not going to go there with him but I definitely want him to get into coding, and I love 
the idea of Kano. Kano.me. I'm I'm gonna check that out. Right. Yeah, and I don't have you ever played Pokemon Go with them? Uh not Pokemon, no. I mean I played Animal Crossing. Right. And I mean literally Animal Crossing on the Switch, I gave him the controller within within two tries. He was able to run around and do everything on the controller. He knew every button. He knew everything about it. I'm like, this is insane. This kid is three years old, and he knows how to do everything already. That's like, pretty amazing. That, that was that was my wake-up moment that this kid is really smart, and I think I need to help him grow that aspect of his brain. There, you know, was, it, there was some big news this past week, though, and I mentioned Pokemon Go. For the, anybody who plays games with their kids and stuff, that, you know, I kind of thought Pokemon was kind of gone. You know, be honest with you. It comes and goes. You know, I thought, eh. I remember in 2016 when the game first like came out. Wasn't it 2016? Um, I was driving to uh, Rexburg, Idaho with my friends helping them move. And we stayed the night in Provo. And it was about midnight. And we all said, hey, let's meet outside and go for a nice walk around the lake, right? So my friend and her husband and me, we, we just started walking. And all these people were out there. It's like midnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember I finally stopped. I said, what are you all doing? He said, oh, we're playing Pokemon Go. And me being the tech head, you think I'd know. And I was like, what is that? And the guy was showing me. Well, they just did a big weekend last weekend where they did uh, some kind of big event. And they let people play. And it cost you 15 bucks to play in this big tournament. They had 70 new Pokemon characters in the wild, the whole bit. No, they're not called Pokemon characters. They're called Pokemon. Just Pokemon, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, they generated like millions of dollars. Jeez. For this, so Pokemon, Pokemon is still making money. So even absolutely, you know, even when you know you, the kids come up to you and say, "Dad, I want to, I want to play games." You get the kids that say, "I want to code games. I want to make games." Yeah, um, that's where there's a lot of money is that as well. And these 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 kids that are getting in there well, and going to school for coding and game development um, are really ending up creating a future for themselves. I, I really want Eric to be in a STEM academy at some point because STEM yeah. is is really where education's future is i mean i i, I really uh this could be kind of you know i don't know how to say it really but i mean it, it could be a very controversial subject but i just don't really understand today's public education system they're not really teaching the things that i think my opinion should be taught to kids but stem academies are mm-hmm. you know science technology engineering mathematics that's right. what stem stands for and i really want to get eric involved in that so yeah, well, and I know that Kano was part of the STEM program as well. Absolutely. So that that's kind of cool. Um, I saw a really, now. Isn't your your wife a teacher, Sean? Is she, oh, my wife's a pharmacist. Oh, it's a big difference. Yeah, big, <laughs> big difference. Well, no, 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 no. She teaches people about how to use their drugs. Well, I mean, so she does. She does do the. She does manage the students the the pharmacy students and the medical residents and the pharmacy residents so i guess she does she does some sort of continuing education right all right no i thought she worked for kid with kids i think i just got confused that's all that's normal (laughs) that's amanda you're thinking yeah i think that is yeah all right i gotta tell you about this uh there's a guy named jeffrey fowler he's at the washington post and he did an article and apparently um alexa is coming out with enabled glasses. Have you guys heard about this? No. Right. I saw a headline that somebody wore them and he hated them. Yeah, he said that. <laughs> they, he said they drove him bananas. But he, here's the problem with okay. So do you remember? It was maybe about a year ago. I took a look at some Bose sunglasses, and well, they are. They're sunglasses you put on, and they have 
a, a connection, a Bluetooth connection to your smartphone, and they have little speakers right where the ears are, and the sound is amazing. The sound is super, super good, and it runs through the temples, and it goes into your ears, and you can hear your music really so good. So people outside of the, the, the it's not going to be like somebody blasting music outside because it, it goes through your skin and your bones. Yeah. To be able to get in, so it's it's really not that loud. No, right? they can't hear it, but you hear it really good. Okay, and I love these 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 uh, these sunglasses. So uh, Amazon is getting into these with these uh, enabled glasses, and the guy said he hated them, drove him bananas. The reason being is <clears throat> because uh, Alexa will just go off and talk to him. <laughs> so he'll be like walking down the street, and all of a sudden Alexa might just share a little fact with him or ask him a question. Or you know, because it's getting to know you. Is speak when spoken to, Alexa. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you're if you're thinking about dropping 180 bucks on these, uh, prescription not included. Remember, they drove the the guy absolutely bananas, Jeffrey Fowler from the Washington Post. You can read his article there talking. You know, about he's it. talking bad about his boss right there. Was it? Do is the Washington Post owned by Amazon? It's owned by Jeff Bezos. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Jeff might want to fix that. Not have yeah. to yeah. spout <laughs> off to you all of a sudden. And this guy's no longer employed. <laughs> we got a uh, listener question in uh, from Dennis. And anytime you have a question, you can email it to us. You can send it to us on Facebook. Uh, Any way you can contact us. And uh, Dennis says, "Hey, Andy, looking for help and referrals. I have a GoPro Seven and uh, followed." Uh, startup installation, but I'm stuck and need help. Looking for a person, hands-on instruction, so I can start using it. Can you help me or refer to somebody who can? Uh, so I asked him. I, I sent him a note and I said, "I said, you know, what are you trying to do with this?" Because I said, "Sean uh, from the show is like, I, I want to call you the man when it comes to GoPro." He says, "I can't get it set up on the GoPro app at all. Registered the serial number, and that's as far as I can get. I watch a YouTube tutorial because I told him to take a look at YouTube." He says, um, followed it, but now I'm stuck because I'm on a different screen. So it's out, what he's trying to do is get the app connected to his GoPro so he could watch it. And, you know, what what are kind of the steps? If somebody gets a connected device like the GoPro and they want to they have an app, they want to be able to connect that smartphone to that to that device. Is there a, maybe a step that might help him out, Sean? Uh, so, yeah. So back in the early editions of the GoPros, I think the hero Two, the hero Two HD, they started with the app, then the hero three and three plus. So I've been using these for a long time with the Wi-Fi. The app has changed over the years. So the first thing I would tell him to do is make sure the app is up to date. Mm-hmm. Then I would tell him if he's, been, if he's got it connected, at least a little bit of functionality, but he can't get everything, delete the camera from the app and restart over from scratch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the best thing to do is, and I've learned, I've found that connecting it via the Wi-Fi is the best. There are Bluetooth options, but connecting it with the app is the best. So on the Hero 7, uh, it's super easy. So to turn the Wi-Fi on, all you have to do is swipe down, turn the camera on, power it on, swipe down on the touchscreen, select preferences, then connections, and then connect device. It'll turn the app, it'll turn the wireless connection on, it'll prompt you to load the app. And then it's a step-by-step from there. Oh, cool. Uh, now, if you've already connected it and you're still having an issue, or like me, you forgot your password, Ooh. I do that all the time, and I have to reset it. There are different ways for each camera. But on the Hero 7, they've made it super easy. So to reset your network settings on your GoPro uh, from the main screen, so power your camera on from the main screen, swipe down on the touch screen, tap the preferences, and then connections, and then there's a reset option. 
Oh, okay, cool. And then you will that will generate a new Wi-Fi name and a new Wi-Fi password hmm. for your for your GoPro. So then you can go into the app with the GoPro connected to the Wi-Fi, connect your phone to that Wi-Fi with the with the SSID and that password, and then in the app start the process of adding the camera, and that should that should help them out. Good deal. I like it. Hopefully it helps if he needs further help. Just drop us a line or maybe we can get him in touch with you and you can spend the time. I'm more than happy to help him out. I, I've used a lot of GoPros in my time. Very cool. All right, Justin, you've got a website of the week. Uh, yeah, a, about a couple, few months ago, we, we talked about uh, Slither.io. It's yeah, kind I remember of like that. that. That snake game. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, well, you basically you just join up with Slither.io and you can you know play snake with a bunch of other people, random people across the internet. Well, there's another one now. It's called Scribble.io. Mm-hmm. S-K-R-I-B-B-L dot I-O. Scribble.io. Right. It's obviously not spelled the way Scribble should be spelled, so make sure you pay attention to that. S-K-R-I-B-B-L dot I-O. This is actually Pictionary. Pictionary? What it's, is it? Not like Hangman? Well, no. No? It's Pictionary with Friends. But 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 it can be completely random, or you can oh, create that's cool. a different. You know, you can create a private room and invite your friends. But it, it's 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 based on um, three rounds, eighty seconds to draw, and and the person that has to draw picks from three different words, and they have to draw that picture. The other people that are playing with you have to guess in chat. When the person guesses in chat, then obviously they get the points for that, and then it goes on to the next round. So. Check it out. It's a really cool little game. You can play with your coworkers, your friends, your family. Scribble.io. S-K-R-I-B-B-L dot I-O. We'll have the link up on the website. That's it for this week's Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeer. And I'm Justin Lemmy. Thank you so much for listening. Find us on the web at techtalkradio.com. We'll see you next week.